Welcome to FitChix Chat, the weekly podcast dedicated to educate and empower women to take control of their lives, where we talk about fitness, nutrition, mindset, and wellness. Today's episode is brought to you by FitChix Academy, where we help heart-centered women who love health and fitness get certified as fitness and nutrition coaches and build amazing businesses. If you're ready to create the life, health, and career you love, please join us for any of our upcoming certifications that you can read more about at FitChixAcademy.com. Now let's dive into this week's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. Hello everyone and welcome to Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Amanda Quinn. And my name is Laura Jackson. And today's podcast, this is actually for two different types of people. So we are talking specifically to those of you listening that are coaches that are basically, you know, we're going into the holidays and you're feeling like, uh oh, I don't have my clients set up for success. I don't really have a plan for them. I don't really know what they're going to do. And I don't really know what to do to support them. Or maybe you haven't even thought about that. And this is also for people that are listening right now that maybe are, you know, on their own health journey. Maybe you're in the same situation that we're in where we're in quarantine again, we're in lockdown, our gyms are closed. And you're like, F, what do I do now? What is it that I can actually do for myself at home that is different, um, maybe without equipment, but to keep myself on track so that you don't lose the progress that you've made or that you don't lose the motivation, especially over the holidays, people start like doing different things, right? We start losing track of like our regular routine and stuff like that. So how do we stay on track? How do we continue to make this an impact? And how do we continue to make this like a priority so that January doesn't come and we're not like, okay, here we go again, back to the old cycle, right? So we want to avoid all that. So that's who we're talking to today. We're talking about the five different ways that you can set yourself or your clients up for success over the holidays. Well, yeah. And I think this is really important. I mean, we were talking earlier about this offline, about the idea of like the holidays happen every year and everyone goes through the same kind of like the same process every year. It's like December <laughs> hits, fitness classes end up like closing down. So even for us, when we had our Fitchix boot camp, we would close our, our boot camps in December because no one would sign up because they had so many other commitments and parties and things like that. Or they would sign up and they wouldn't show up and we yeah. never wanted that either. We're exactly. Like, yeah. um, so, you know, we all know that everyone's life gets a little bit different over the holidays. So this is something that we talk about almost every single year. But then this year on top of that is another layer that's different because this is not just now, we're not just talking about the stuff to set you guys up over the holidays. We want you to take these ideas and use them throughout the year, especially because of COVID. So many gyms are closed. So many people are needing to have more inspiration and ideas to work out at home and to mm -hmm. start to get their fitness in outside because they don't have options like we used to. Like we don't even have the option to shut down our fitness classes for the gym uh, for December for a lot of people because the government has done that for us. So <laughs> yes. I want you guys to be able to think about, okay, like this is how I can keep moving. This is how I can keep my clients keep on moving. And this is how I can do this at home as well in January and February and March. And any time that, you know, I can't go to my regular routine, this is something that I can have in my back pocket as like my, mm -hmm. my fitness plan. Totally. And so the first thing that I recommend, and this is like my super nerd coming out, um, it is taking the stairs and it's not just about taking the stairs. So I know we totally agree with the idea that like, take the stairs whenever you can, just like, you know, 
um, whenever it's accessible for you and if it's accessible for you. But what I'm talking about is actually using your stairs as equipment in your home, whether it's in your home or in your condo, but actually taking the stairs and creating a workout with your stairs. You're not going to like it. It's not going to be awesome. You're not going to do it and be like, oh, that's so fun. It's going to be hard because taking stairs is hard, right? But my recommendation is set up sort of like a hit drill for yourself. So hit is like a high intensity interval training and do basically two flights of stairs. So go up two flights, down two flights. If you only have one flight of stairs, just do it twice, right? And then do 10 squats or 10 push-ups or something that is like a body weight exercise, then repeat. Now you could either do this as AMRAMP. So AMRAMP is as many rounds or as many reps as possible. So if you're doing it that way, Essentially, what that means is you're going to say, I'm going to do this for 10 minutes and I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to keep going. And I'm going to do as many times as I can do this over and over again in that 10 minute window. Or you could do um, every minute on the minute. Every minute on the minute would allow for you to say, okay, I'm going to start and then say it takes me 40 seconds. Then I'm going to have that 20 second window of break, like a rest time before I repeat. So you have a timer set up that every minute on the minute it beeps and then you continue. That is like one of my favorite workouts when I was actually, it's not my favorite because I didn't love it, but it was like so good to move my body differently. It's functional movement. And also for me, I was dealing with injury at the time. I would do running, I could do long walks. This was my way of being able to still move my body and get some cardiovascular workout in, get a hit workout in without any kind of impact. It was nice, slow progressions going up and down the stairs. I would take my time. Then I would do the squats. This is how, when I was recovering from my foot injury, I was able to do that and still actually have some movement into my day to day. Well, the one thing that I like to do is actually even also doing like, if you have a Tabata timer on your mm-hmm. phone, just to keep it simple. So you don't have to think about, you know what I mean? Like counting your reps or anything like that. So Tabata is again, it's a high intensity interval pattern of 20 seconds on. So 20 Mm -hmm. seconds of work, 10 seconds of rest. So you could just do like, you know, taking the stairs as fast as you can. And then 10 seconds, do your squats, 20 seconds fast you go. And you just have to listen to the timer for the beep. So if you Google on Google play or on Apple, you know, for a Tabata timer, then you can easily have one at home. And then also, so if you are someone who is inspiring clients to include this, turn it into like a take the stairs challenge, right? So the challenge could be, and you just write it out for them. Like, okay, I want you to take, you know, as Amanda was just saying, write that out as a challenge Mm -hmm. and, um, or the Tabatas take the stairs challenge, like write it as a challenge. So then that way too, it's something that you can give. Um, And something too, that like, I don't know. I just always find it for me easier if I'm following a plan in advance. So when I know exactly what I'm doing, like it's not on the fly, it becomes so much easier to stick to. Not only that, but you don't cheat yourself. I find I'm a cheater. I'm, I totally cheat Everyone myself. Is. If I'm like, if I'm like, oh, you know, uh, I'm going to do this work by myself. I got to do 50 burpees. Like, or if I'm like, oh, I'm going to just do 50 burpees. Like I might not do 50 burpees, but if someone tells me I'm supposed to do it, I do it. It's so weird. It's such a weird thing. It's like when we tell ourselves we don't do it, but when someone else tells you, it's like, even if they're not there, you just feel like you've got to show up, especially if you make them accountable and you make them check in with like a challenge or something where they check it off or virtually tell you, like text you, whatever it is as a trainer, making them accountable, they'll actually do the work. I promise you it's so different. It's a different mentality altogether. Well, and this is where too, I mean, that really all boils down as well to like our brain chemistry. And I, ta- I was talking about this the other day at Fitchix Academy, because we talk a lot about 
not just, of course, the fitness side of things, but like the psychology and the mindset that goes behind it, because all of our behaviors are driven by a set of beliefs that we have. Right. And one of the things when it comes to making decisions in advance, it's been proven that when we actually make decisions in advance or we have a plan to follow, we are like nine times out of 10 more likely to actually do it than if we use our our primitive Will brain, power. which is like, mm-hmm. I, I call it the toddler brain. It's like a screaming toddler. <laughs> <laughs> like in the moment, they just want to do what they want to do. And it's like, we all are like that guys. Like not one person gets away from this, like primitive brain, toddler freaking out brain versus your responsible. It's called your prefrontal cortex. We're not going to get sciencey about it today. We'll talk about it on another podcast, but, <laughs> but basically what ends up happening is when you actually make decisions in advance, you use your prefrontal cortex, which is your grown up brain. And that can put away short-term gratification for long-term results. When you make decisions in the moment, we usually use our primitive brain, which is why our primitive brain, just think of it like a toddler. A toddler doesn't want to push away any of the, you know, the rewards. It just wants to eat the candy right then. It doesn't want to put in the effort. It wants to avoid anything that's painful, right? Like, yeah. so that's why having things like even saying this, like a take the stairs challenge, having a plan in advance, whether you're setting it up for yourself or you're setting this up for your clients, it's something that's really, really easy for you to then stick to because you don't have to think about it. You've already made the commitment, your brain in advance decided I'm doing this challenge and then you just follow the challenge. Exactly. And then you'll be more successful, I promise. No, totally. And then the second and third thing kind of go together. So I'm going to talk about them both together. But these, if you find stairs boring, which a lot of people might, but again, with a challenge, it makes it more fun. It makes it more like an actual like competitive kind of edge comes out in a lot of people. But if you want to do something a little bit different for yourself or for your clients, you can also just set up really simple circuits or obstacle courses. So that's number two and three. The difference between the two, because a lot of people don't understand the difference between a circuit and an obstacle course. Really, circuits is like when you set up stations, right? So you have like, say, five stations. And each of those stations, maybe you have two upper body movements, two lower body movements, and one cardio movement. And you have people move through those stations. So you move through it yourself or you tell your clients, this is what I want you to do this day. And you tell them each of those stations is one minute. You're going to repeat, you're going to finish them all. You're going to repeat it four times. Now you've given your clients a 20 minute effective workout. That is a total body workout. And it's a high intensity workout because they're going to be moving quickly through the stations with a one minute break in between. Then If you want to set up obstacle courses, though, the difference is is that obstacle courses are more like AMRAP style. So you're doing it for a set period of time. So you're going to have like maybe it's stations still set up, but they're moving through it and they're repeating over and over. So it's like there's a start and a finish, a start and a finish, and they just keep going through it over and over again for a set period of time. So maybe it's for two minutes, maybe it's for five minutes, whatever that is. But it's a set window of time that they're going to continue it and it's a continuous motion, but they'll have like little stops along the way, kind of like circuits, but it's set in a linear way so that they're consistently just moving through it over and over again. But those are really fun ways to be able to do that. You know what I also think about when I always think about um, circuits versus obstacle courses when I was first trying to get like the differentiation and I explain it like this too to our Fitness Academy students. And it doesn't have to be this way, but this is the way my brain makes things about it. I always think about um, a circuit as a circle yeah. going around the circle to like the stations. And I always think of an obstacle course as like a straight line. Like it's something you go to the line, like a race. start back <laughs> to the beginning, go to the line, start back to the beginning. So it's almost like, yeah, it's like you're moving through in a circle into each station or you're going straight lines. Yeah. But guys, the thing too, I know for a lot of you, you get stuck on the exercises, right? So whether you're trying to figure out what to do for yourself at home, or you're like, I'm trying to put this together for my client to do at home during the holidays, 
don't make it complicated. Pick simple exercises. And if you're stuck for exercises, go to fitjexacademy.com. We have our blog. Every Friday, we post a free workout. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and they're always simple. They're under 20 minutes and you can use those. So it's just, they're very, you know, simple, easy, effective exercises. We don't need to do all these fancy, like one-legged balancing hop slash at the same time doing a push-up, right? Like, and then that's what we want to do because we want to keep things interesting or we think it's going to challenge us more. Sometimes the best, well, I still think actually the best exercises are push-ups, squats, burpees, deadlifts, planks, like those yeah. right there, those five, if you do those on the regular, you've got total body and you're working every major muscle group that you need to. So, and if you find that there's exercises that you're avoiding, sorry to interrupt you, but if you find there's exercises that you're avoiding, those are usually the ones that you need to do the most. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where your body needs the strength. <laughs> yeah. So just keep it really simple. And again, like I said, in number one, that's why I'm telling you guys to go to fitnessacademy.com, download the free Fitness Friday. If you search Fitness Friday, we have tons of them. You can download hundreds of them. Um, yeah. But then that way too, it takes the guesswork out of it, it takes the decision-making, just commit. This is what I'm doing. I'm doing this circuit. I'm doing this obstacle course, or this is what I'm going to send to my clients to do. Exactly. And then um, for number four is kind of like, I mean, we all kind of know this, but I think we forget about it, especially here in Canada. We're going into winter right now. It just snowed like crazy today. It's beautiful outside, but is that we don't go outside. And one of the simplest things that you can do in order to just move your body and get exercise in, especially neat, which Laura, I'm going to let you talk about because I know it's your favorite thing to talk about. And, but, but is, but is the idea that we just need to get outside. I think we are all getting a little bit of like cabin fever, especially in the wintertime. We start getting a little bit of cabin fever vibes right now. We're in quarantine. We've been in quarantine. We don't know how long we're going to be in quarantine again. Things are just different in this world. And we need to be able to get outside and get fresh air. We need that like fresh air. We need that vitamin D. We need that boost just to give us some new energy. Like I find if I stay in my house for a long period of time, when I go outside, I literally am like, <gasps> like the hugest breath because I'm like, Oh my gosh, I feel I like, I forget what that felt like just to even have fresh air, but like go for a walk, go for a hike, go snowshoeing, go cross country skiing. If you have them like buried in your basement somewhere that you're just like, Oh, I bought those a million years ago and I've never used them. It doesn't matter what they look like. It doesn't matter if they're super old school style, use them, go outside, like just get out there and get some air. Well, and it's just the idea too, of like exactly moving your body in addition to your workouts. So we have this mentality that we just still think like, okay, I either work out or I don't. And then this is what ends up happening. And this happens every holiday, but guys, this is happening more over quarantine. And like people since COVID have started, it has been like the stats are showing that people like 35% of people are saying they've gained weight. Mm Mm-hmm right? And it's not just the gaining weight, it's the inactivity, it's the lack of activating your muscles, it's all of the things that we are meant to move, our bodies are not meant to be sedentary. And walking is one of the easiest, cheapest things, it's pretty much free that you can do, right? (laughs) So if you can start to get outside more and just moving more, you're going to, even if you can't get to the gym, so I know for me, like, this has been a really challenging time for me guys, because I love to lift weights and I love muscle tone. Okay. So for me, my workouts are usually, you know, some high intense cardio, either like spinning and running. And when we first, the gyms were closed, I was still doing body weight exercises outdoors, you know, cause it was nicer out. I had access to benches and things like that, but still I was just trying to maintain, but like not having access to heavier weights and being able to weightlift the way that I used to has been really challenging for me to wrap my head around. 
it's been hard for me not to have that outlet. And physically, like my strength has gone down so much. It is crazy. Like, and I don't like it at all. And I'm mentally mm-hmm. struggling with it, but I'm trying to do the best that I can with what I have. So that's where, that's all you, you know, can do. well, and that's where it's like, but you can't use this time as an excuse to do nothing. So this is what we see every December too. Oh, it's cold outside. Oh, my fitness classes are closed down for the month of December or COVID is happening. I don't have to do anything. No guys take accountability and go and go outside and move. It's going to make you feel so much better. And then on top of it too, you're not in that mind, that mentality of like my workouts are just my workouts. Exercise should be all encompassing. And as Amanda was saying, NEAT is non-exercise activity thermogenesis. We burn the majority of our calories through what we do outside of the gym. Mm -hmm. So every time you decide to walk to the store versus driving to the store, every time you decide to take the stairs versus taking the elevator, every time you decide to go and shovel the driveway, like all of those things are feeding into your fitness goals. So you know, and again, if you are someone who is trying to get into that habit yourself, you know, set a goal for yourself. Like every day this week, I'm going out for a 30 minute walk. I personally listen to podcasts. That's what I download and I listen to. So it's good because then I know I go for a walk while I'm listening to my podcast. I feel like I'm doing something as well. I'm doing my mental health work. And then, um, and then, you know, I come home. And so for that, it's like, you have kind of a set plan in advance. And I'm going to keep saying about this plan, but it's what is key is having a plan. Same for if you have clients, set them up with like a 10K steps challenge. We have one at FitJix Academy that's completely done for you. You can go, um, we have a bunch of done for you programs. So you can just implement them with clients. But getting them to have a plan to follow or goal to follow every single day. And again, that could be through snowshoeing or hiking or walking or whatever, but have that plan in place. Don't let this time be a time where you're like, oh, well, I'll just start in the new year. We all know how that goes. <laughs> and if you're someone too, that is struggling to have your family be active, this is one of the easiest things that you can do. Like, yes, the obstacle courses and stuff are super cool. Like I like setting those up for Maddie, for my daughter. We do them in my basement. They're super fun. I just set up like little hoops and balls and stuff. And we just do like random stuff, but it just gets removing. But the other thing that we do is that we commit to a family walk, unless it's pouring rain, like yesterday, if it's, if it's like cool and it doesn't matter, we just dress for it, but we commit to going for a family walk every evening after dinner. And we go right now without it's the holidays. So we go and look at the Christmas lights in the summertime. We went for a bike ride every night. So it's just doing things that can get your family moving. That is kind of fun and different and interesting, right? Just like look for different ways, build a snowman, whatever it is, but just extra movement. Every kind, every time that you do that little bit of extra movement, you are just increasing your opportunity to reach your goals. And if you're a coach, have some sort of ideas, give your clients ideas of things that they can do. Give them a challenge of things to add in every single week, do the test step challenge, do some sort of like hiking challenge, whatever it is, a scavenger hunt, whatever you want to do, but just create something. Yeah. We used to do, when we had our boot camps. we used to do a chick challenge bingo at, um, around the holidays. It was a holiday style bingo. So on the bingo card, they would have different things on each of like the squares that they would have to sign off on and give back to us. And people loved it. And we would give like, if you, um, submitted it at the end of like, it was a 14 day kind of countdown to Christmas bingo challenge. Um, if you did it, then you got entered to win a prize. And people of course love prizes, but it was so fun. Cause it was like, you know, even if it was just like 
do 100 burpees today. So then throughout that one day, they'd have to do 100 burpees or go for a 60 minute walk or build a snowman or whatever it was that like, but again, it was just delivered in a way that was more fun as opposed to just thinking, Oh, I've got to go do this. Or, you know what I mean? Like, so there's a lot of creative ways that you can take all of these ideas to encourage and keep people engaged and keep yourself engaged. I know one of our grads of our fitness and nutrition expert program, Andrea, she's developed for her clients, a Christmas, a countdown to Christmas, like an advent calendar, but with workouts for her clients, which is so cool. Like, so there's so many cool, different, unique ways to think about how to get your clients and how to keep people engaged. Cause that's the most important thing is like keeping people engaged over the holidays so that they're not, you're not trying to re-engage them in January because re-engaging people once they've stopped something for a long period of time is really hard. Yeah. It's a really hard thing. And people really struggle. And that's why January, that's why most people do not succeed, even though almost everybody sets their weight, their um, year's resolution as weight loss. Almost every single person fails within the first three weeks of January to complete anything. And that the reason why is because they, they just like rely on this date as opposed to relying on themselves to just be um, consistent. Now, the final thing that we wanted to recommend is just the idea of um, investing in yourself, investing in equipment. So investing, when I think of investing in myself there, I always think of it as just not just like money, but it's like money, time, and energy, right? So you've got to invest the time, money, and energy to be able to reach your goals. So investing in equipment is one of the best things that you can do or a trainer or a virtual program. And if you are a coach, if you do not have a virtual program already set up for your clients, if you do not have some way of communicating outside of that class or that gym setting, your clients are really going to struggle to connect and to stay engaged as well as to stay on track. So you've got to figure that part out, but investing in yourself is going to be the thing that's going to help you. Like I know, um, Laura and myself, we both just invested in Pelotons because it's like, that I, I work out at home and I want something that I can challenge myself with. I have to have low impact. I'm not able to do high impact, any movements anymore, um, just because of my foot injury. And so I just, I needed to give myself an opportunity and the whole summer I spent biking every day outside, but now because we're in Canada, I can't. So I was like, I need to invest. I'm not going to allow myself and the progress I've made to go away just because of the weather affecting it. So what can I do, right? So it's looking at how can I move things around to be able to make something work? Well, yeah. And, you know, even I was talking to our, our Fitness Academy programs manager the other day, Jess, who's amazing. And she was telling me how she just got those stackable weights too. Because one of the yeah. things that I've been struggling with as well is I have a mental block around doing weights at home because I don't have the right equipment. Like I have nowhere to put like a squat rack. So Peloton, I can fit that in, in a space, but you know what I mean? To do the yes. other, <laughs> the heavier lifting. But she was saying how she got those stackable weights. And I think she yeah. got them on sale or something for like $400. And she sent me the link. Yeah. (laughs) And we were talking about it and about the whole idea of, you know, how some people like, oh my God, you spent $400 on weights. That's crazy. But then when you take a step back and you look at the amount of money you spend on, let's say, take out coffee or on like little things that you don't realize that are, you know, just money that kind of just falls away it kind of changes the way that you look at things, right? Like, or if you just take all that money over the holidays and like put it into a jar and then buy yourself and invest in something that's like a a piece of equipment that's more in line with your goals. Now, again, you don't, I know right now finances for, especially again with COVID and things like that, it can be a challenge for people, but that's why too, all of the other things that we told you guys are free. And also we have a ton of free resources on our blog. So there's no reason why you can't do this. 
Exactly. So if you don't have the extra funds right now to invest, and you might be listening to this thinking that, or you're thinking, well, what if my clients don't have it? Then the other four that we gave you are free options. Mm-hmm. And just because, and, and I know I'm saying, you know, develop a virtual program for your clients, even if you are, you don't feel like your clients might invest in that right now, you should still be engaging with your clients. You should 100%. still be developing some sort of a challenge. You should be developing something that creates accountability and engagement over the holidays so that January doesn't come around and your clients feel like you've ghosted them and they feel like they've lost all motivation. And now you have to try to like figure it all out again and like try to like hustle to maybe get new clients because some other clients feel like they just, you know, you know what, I just didn't do anything over the holidays. I'm just going to continue down that path or whatever, or they found someone else that was starting to like engage with them over the holidays. So just stay consistent with your clients if you want them to stay consistent with you. Right. And then the same thing with yourself. Completely. And my whole, my whole like last little piece of advice I kind of talked about through all of them is just really have a plan, (laughs) have a plan or create a plan because that is what will make this doable. If you're just heading into December and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to figure it out as I go. You'll find that every day is like tomorrow. I'll start this tomorrow. So just do like go and download those things, write it out, write out, put it in your calendar, what you're going to do every single day. It sounds like, I don't know why people have this like big thing where it's like putting something in their calendar seems like a big effort. (laughs) But when you actually make that commitment, honestly, guys, it's such a huge shift when you commit that this is the time I'm going to work out every single day. And this is what I'm going to do. Um, and utilizing the options we gave you, you're going to see that you're going to stick to it. And then vice versa too. If you're a coach, if you're putting together a plan for your clients for the month of December, heading into January, all throughout the holidays, and you keep them engaged through Facebook groups and emails and all of the things that we teach you at Fidgets Academy, you're going to see a huge, huge difference in their results and in your business growth come the new year. So the plan is key, guys. The plan is key to any type of results in your life, whether it's weight loss, fitness, business, all the things. Plan, 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 and stick to the plan. <laughs> exactly. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening today. And of course, if you are ready to get certified, if you're ready to start exploring different options, career options, you're like, I'm super into health and fitness, and I want to start helping other people, check out fitchicksacademy.com so that you can see more about our upcoming certifications. We have our fitness and nutrition expert certification, as well as our holistic nutrition, weight loss expert, and health coaching certification. So check them out at fitchicksacademy.com. And we will talk to you again soon. Thanks so much for listening. Get moving. Woo! <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. Thank you for joining us this week. And remember, if you are ready to create the life, health, and career you love, Join us for the upcoming fitness and nutrition expert or our holistic nutrition weight loss expert certification programs. Download the brochures at fitchicksacademy.com.